Cougar fans, it is time. Touchdown! What a grab! It's time to raise your colors, raise your voice, and join in on the raucous roundtable about your favorite team, the BYU Cougars. 20-15-10-5, It's time to tailgate. Cougar Tailgate, where BYU sports fandom lives. And here's your host, Lauren McClain. What's up, Cougar Nation? I'm Lauren McClain, and we're here to tailgate with you, doing what we do best, talking all things BYU Cougars. BYU down the Red Raiders and their third-string QB with the defense notching five turnovers and the offense finally having some semblance of a run game. Now on to the seventh-ranked Longhorns with yet again another backup quarterback. For today's roundtable discussion, we have supervising sports producer for BYU TV, Ben Bagley. What's up, Ben? What is going on? Happy to be here as always. And former Cougar defensive back Brian Logan. What's up? Below. What's good? Thanks for being here, gents. Okay, it's time for our hot off the grill takes on BYU football this week. But before we do, I have an important question for both of you. Ben, is Texas barbecue overrated or underrated? Depends who's cooking. Okay. Because this is the you're speaking my wheelhouse. Right. I love barbecue, all things barbecue. I'd smoke that. Uh, you look <laughs> at Texas barbecue. I have been to barbecue joints in Texas where it's really good, and I've been to some bad ones. Last week, I was in Kansas City for Basketball Media Day. Went to a place called Q49, Q39, excuse me, Andy Reid's favorite barbecue joint mm. in Kansas City. And I took the first bite of brisket. It was Texas-style brisket, and I stopped, and I heard angels sing. <laughs> and that was in Kansas City. There's been a couple places in uh, Texas I've gone. I will be at the game this weekend, so uh, I will be hitting up a couple of those places in Austin and learning some new experiences. It is not over. It is not overrated if it's done right. You know, Andy It's the Reed. one thing Texans don't brag are over-braggadocious about. <laughs> is, there, is there barbecue? You know if Andy Reid approves, it's right. going to be good. Yeah. Trust a fat man when it comes to food. <laughs> what, are you, what about you, Bilo? Overrated or underrated Texas barbecue? And have you had it? I don't. Yeah, I don't think I have. You've never um, had it? Nope. I don't think so. Well, you got to make that happen. I, you know, I, I, I'm very picky. Um, I eat like five things. So what, Which are what? Chicken? Gushers. Gushers. Gushers fruit. <laughs> uh, um, I, you know, lately I've been eating fruit roll-ups, uh, the Jolly Ranchers kind. Those are pretty yeah, good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And then I eat like eggs and um, and bacon. Okay, well, I mean, you know, and I, there I, are I, worse I things, eat, I guess. I guess that's uh, yeah. I'm so. gonna have to say Texas barbecue sounds a lot better than what you eat. <laughs> My husband grew up in t- in Houston, and so I've been to like Torchy's Tacos. I've been to all these places. He is, good. He's never taken me to Texas barbecue. Let's blame it on my husband. You, you you have that too. See, I don't. I've even, had torchies. I, I don't even. I don't, this is all foreign to me. Well, no velvet idea. taco may be better than torchies. I don't know. Really? Yeah, I had that in Oklahoma a couple weeks ago. It was really good. Well, I, bet. you know, I, I only had like Bam Bam's. That's like the. That's it's Texas style barbecue. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, what? I like. Yeah, I like it. All right. Now that we're all hungry. <laughs> now that we're all hungry, let's. I do like it. Yeah, yeah. Totally underrated. Let's get to our hot takes on BYU football right now. Ben Bagley, let's start with you. Okay, let's go. What's your hot take on BYU football? <laughs> oh, there's you know, no. That's just it. Go. Let, no, I'm going to start. I'm going to start. Here's my hot take: BYU will not get blown out by Texas. Having Aiden Robbins back gives BYU another look in the run game. Hopefully, they got a spark of confidence and they're capable of running the ball. BYU's defense knows how to create turnovers, and I think they get into the head of the backup quarterback Malik Murphy. BYU's offense slows down when they have the lead, and I think, or I hope, they'll keep the pedal to the metal in a close game which I think this will be. So I'm not saying that I think BYU is going to win this game. I think it's going to be a closer game than a lot of people might think. There is my hot take. 
Okay, coming off of that hot take, let's see. My hot take is about this weekend is the BYU defense coming off of two weeks in a row where I think one sack over the last two games is mm-hmm. all, maybe one. I may even be plus one on that one. Five sacks. Five sacks against Texas. Okay. You, you got a backup QB. I think you're going to see more blitzing from Jay Hill. They ha- there wasn't a lot of blitzing in the last two games. They really kind of dropped up at, with a mm-hmm. run and shoot. But I think you're going to put a lot of pressure on the backup quarterback, and that's where it is. So five sacks. That's my hot take. All right. Bilo, what do you think? Um, if BYU is in the is positive in the turnover margin, they'll, they'll win the game. Wow. Yeah. That, that actually is pretty bold. Uh, I mean, I, I guess that's how it's been. Up to this point in the season, right? If they have yeah. been that's a that's a that's a that's a very data driven um, uh, statement because you you look at the stats, um, especially like from an offense uh, standpoint, and they're they're just they're just not good, you know. And even the defense at times has struggled, and stats really don't reflect it. But there's one stat that does, and that's turnovers. Mm-hmm. And it, it's crazy because we always, as analysts and and fans and and you know, players of the game, we say turnover margin, right? Like, what's the keys to the game? Turnover margin, turnover right. margin. Um, I think this is the first time um, I've I've had, like, this sobering feeling about it because BYU and, and the stats, um, how their season has played out, literally proves that that stat is is right. Mm-hmm. You can you can suck in everything else <laughs> <laughs> and still win games if you're positive in turnover margin. I think BYU, the, the defense is um, like number three in the nation right now. Yeah. Right. So it's like, well, how do you you don't have a running game? Your your offensive efficiency is not great. Um, you know, you're you're I don't want to say you're dead last in a lot of categories, but you're 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 close. But yet you're five and two. Yeah. Um, you know, Turnover margin, I think, I think is is uh, is, I would say, playing out, um, you know, in front of our faces, uh, you know, during the season. Yeah, it is huge, and I feel like something else that BYU is not dead last in is their special teams and punting specifically. And I feel like that's yeah. one of the keys too. Isn't that interesting? Turnover margins, and then having the the field placement advantage there. I just want to put special teams yeah. and turnover margins, bringing it together in a cohesive yeah. thing. How many teams in the nation, Brian, have had their long snapper and punter both recover fumbles this year? I would, I would say one. Um, I don't know the answer. I'd probably say one. BYU. <laughs> yeah. I, I would. You know what? Here's another hot take. Um, I would say on all levels, Pee Wee, high school, junior college, <laughs> <laughs> professionals, <laughs> only one. Yeah, that's I, rare to happen. It's yes, rare. I was so happy for Ryan Rico. I could not believe that yeah. bounced into his hands after all that. You know, get you some know, yards, buddy. You, you know, need him. You know what's funny? So, um, you know, we we watched the game. Yeah, and you were there. And um, when that happened, somebody I think it was Austin Collie was like, "Oh man, he must be living right." <laughs> <laughs> the ball, ding, right in his hand. That sounds like an Austin Collie right. quote right there. <laughs> all right, let's get to our fan question. With Texas QB Quinn Ewers out on a scale from 1 to 10, what is your confidence level heading into Saturday's game? Here are some of the responses. Brian on X said, backup QBs make me very nervous, <laughs> which makes sense, seeing that BYU has not done that well against backup QBs. Aaron Stoneman on X said, 5 out of 10 due to our stats this year, we have the potential to do well against teams. However, we always seem to be mediocre and barely squeeze out five wins. It's always up in the air with, with backup QBs starting. We could have five turnovers or make the QB look like Joe Montana. Mm. Mark M. on X said, one. 
On a scale of one to eight, say one. Too many unknowns on offense from week to week. If D steps up and gets five plus turnovers again, then I might bump bump that up to four. <laughs> if they get five turnovers, that guy's not even above five. Uh, Terry Christiansen on X said, "Is Taysom in Texas this week to play? If so, ten. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm between three and four and a half, depending on how many turnovers the D can produce." Uh, Crispy Nick on X said, "Still low, like three out of ten. Uh, Wyatt Jensen on Instagram said, 10 Cougs own Texas. All right, Brian, what do you think on a scale from one to 10 with the quarterback out? What's your confidence level? Mm, like eight. It's at an eight? Yeah, eight. That high? Yeah. If, For if, what? If, after if, you just said, after you were just like, the offense is terrible, the defense is okay, yeah. but you're an eight going on the road to number seven, Texas. Yeah, Why turn, is that? Turnovers. You know, BYU, they, they produce turnovers. Um, and it's, I mean, it's like what I said. If, if they produce the turnovers, then – like, like if if if, I, if we were guaranteed, like, three turnovers – or may, let's, let's say we were, you know, plus two in turnover margin, I'd, I'd probably say ten. I'd be, I'd be that positive. The games, wow. that, the games that BYU lost, they, um, you know, were even in turnover margin. You know. Just that it's, simple. It's, it's, it's just it's, coming down to that is, for it you. It is that simple because – you, I, I'm like if you look at the stats, it's mind blowing. You would if if you looked at if you covered BYU's rec, uh, record, and I saw the stats, I'd be like, oh, they probably won two games. <laughs> no, absolutely. And and, and the, I'm sorry, and the turnover margin, right? Yeah. I, if you no, yes. if you if you yes. cover those, I'd be like, oh, they won two two maybe three games. It, it they they are surprising five and two. Yeah. There, there's yeah. no doubt about it. And, and and by the way. That says something about the team because yeah. they're overcoming every stat mm-hmm. that tells you they should be five exactly. and two to be five and two. Exactly. So a lot of credit to the coaching staff for carrying that because that's it, it's you, it doesn't matter how you win and lose. Nobody mm-hmm. remembers how ugly it was. Nope. Next season, nobody's going to look back and well, that win was ugly. No, they see the W. That's all they see. That's what's important, um, and, and they're finding ways to do it. But. Yeah. They're also placing Texas in Austin at Daryl K. Royal. Yeah, over 100,000 fans. Yeah, I've been there to a game. It's pretty impressive. I'm looking forward to being there again this weekend. <laughs> it's still going to be impressive. Get my selfie with Bevo, me and Bevo hanging out in the end zone. Uh, <laughs> but I'll tell you what, confidence level going into this game, uh, we talk about a backup quarterback. Malik Murphy, redshirt freshman, 6'5", yeah, he's big. 238. He's a big boy. Yeah. He's Massive. Anyone that's in Texas, you know, he was highly recruited too. Uh, and to a get four star, a yeah. four star recruit. This, I mean, this, we're not. It's not like we're facing. I don't, know, I don't want to throw any. <laughs> someone. Under the, <laughs> yeah, we're not we're, like we're, we're facing. Uh, I don't know. Just you know, the yeah. back that ex backup quarterback that stinks. This is actually a very talented, athletic young man. Now, has he faced the the live fire of a, facing a live defense in a game? That's where we're going to see more about the mental makeup, and that's where I'm curious. But as far as your confidence level going in, my confidence level, I'd say a four. Like I don't, I don't have a lot of confidence. Texas is really good. They're a top five team in the, they're a top ten team in the country for a reason. Mm-hmm. They are good. They have talent. Now I go four as high as four because BYU has a tendency to step up and surprise some folks, mm-hmm. especially the folks that wear burnt orange. And there's some <laughs> scar tissue there. So I give BYU a puncher's chance in this game. Chris Beto on IG said, four, we have a tendency to make backup QBs look like Steve Young. Okay, but let's talk about that for a second because you look back. Remember when Tanner Mangum came in against Nebraska? 
Mm-hmm. You know, he I mean he was off his mission, but he was still a freshman. He looked so good. I feel like these freshmen play like they got nothing to lose. They're like, we're the backup quarterbacks. We yeah. don't have as much pressure on us than the starting guy. And so and and that happened, you know, with all these teams that we you've played, TCU, Texas Tech, even though Texas Tech his quarter they, that quarterback didn't do that well. He but, didn't look like a Steve Young. No, he definitely didn't look like a Steve Young. But Brian, do you think there's something to that where these these freshmen come in and they're like, I don't have that weight on my shoulders like yeah. the starting quarterback did. So they just kind of play out of their minds. Yeah, um, definitely. So I I started my professional career um, outside of this in sales and. Um, whenever somebody new in sales comes into the industry, they kill it because they don't use like the sales tactics and, and they're not overthinking. They just are having conversations. So um, it's not until, you know, after um, they become a, a vet where they start making those mistakes. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel it's the same thing with with a lot of freshmen, specifically quarter uh, at quarterback. Right. It's, it's like what you said. There's nothing to lose. They just. You know, we're at prom, you know, <laughs> six months ago. Um, you know, um, I, I, I feel like the the stage um, probably, you know, they're just like, oh, my gosh, this is 100,000 people. Like, they're not yeah. they're not sitting there thinking like, you know, somebody who, um, you know, maybe is a junior or a senior that's saying, you know what? Oh, my draft stocks, you know, uh, right. on the line. I need to improve in this area. I need to do this. You know, I, I think it's I think it's less overthinking. Um, well, but, you know, the coach is probably not saying the same things to him as he's saying to the other guy. He's kind of saying like, hey, just, you know, do your best, man. Yeah, they yeah. Do your best when the game. I mean, of course, with, with Texas, I mean, they have a lot on the line right now. They have a lot uh, as much as any team in the Big 12. That's a, that's that's the difference with with the pressure. With, yeah. With, with 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 this backup, it's look, don't lose this game. Yeah. That's 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 don't ha- lose the game. <laughs> don't lose. Yeah. You don't, don't got to win it, but don't lose it. Texas yeah. still has a shot for the college football playoffs. Right. right. Exactly. But they can't lose another game because they lost to Oklahoma. Right. They right. can't. They've got. They their eye is solely on get to the Big Twelve championship game, beat Oklahoma this time. Mm-hmm. Frankly, probably should have beat Oklahoma the first time. They're probably more talented. They may. They're they're the most talented team in the Big Twelve. Yeah. In, in the country. So so yeah. Uh, Michigan might might argue that, but you you look at you look at it. Like they need this game. They're they're eye on the prize. We're going. We want the college football playoff. That which means we got to go through Oklahoma in the Big Twelve championship game. Yeah. So maybe you know, with you know, that, the, the difference I feel like with TCU is it's a it's a you had a redshirt freshman, right? Um, you know this backup is a is a redshirt freshman. Um, last week. Texas Tech was a true freshman, mm-hmm. yeah. so um, well, and, we, and he was getting rave reviews in spring ball. Like they were talking whether it's going to be him or Quinn and Ewers getting, right. getting the starting role. Yeah, right. So yeah. like the throw spring ball, they loved him. Yeah, and 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 you know any any time a player so with with player development where you really take the next step in your development is during install. And install is fall camp and spring ball. So as a fre- if you're a true freshman coming in, you have fall camp, right? Then you have spring ball. Right. Let's say that's your 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 red shirt, you know, um, year. And, um, you know, then then you have another install in fall camp. So you have multi. This guy has multiple installs, just like TCU's quarterback. So he's been in the system. Right. The college life has settled down. Right. First time away from 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 home is not a big deal anymore. Right. You know, he's he's used to. 
um, you know, friends, his environment, um, the city, you know, he knows where to go get groceries. He knows where to go get a haircut. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like things, things have settled, settled in. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's huge. It's huge. Yeah. It, he's he exactly. He's settled in versus Texas, you know, Texas Tech like, last week um, with the quarterback. He's like, oh, this is my fourth city I've ever been in. My, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> he's, exactly. st- he's still wearing hello, my name <laughs> yeah. is Kyle. <laughs> no, seriously. For real. Seriously. The third string quarterback. <laughs> hey, I just want real, one real quick question, Brian. As a former D1 defensive back, I mean, uh-huh. pretty good. Really, you're a really good, good ball player. Oh, you're all right. People all right. didn't throw at you very often because you intimidate. <laughs> If 6'5", 235, Malik Murphy breaks the line of scrimmage, gets to the second level, you making a business decision? Um, oh, it depends. It depends. If he's uh, – depending on the angle he's coming at me, if he's coming at me at a 45-degree angle – You're slapping an I'm, ankle. I am, I'm getting blocked. No, 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 no. <laughs> so so I, I, used to, I, used to, I used to say, like, go miss the tackle, right? But film, it just makes it look uh, – you, you, it's better for a DB when you make a business decision to get blocked – than it is to like go and act like you're gonna make a tackle and, and, <laughs> and just let him go by yeah, and go and go by. Now, if he's coming up the field just at a 90 degree angle, oh, I'm, I'll, oh, I'll go make a tackle because then you know he's probably not gonna see me. I could I could put my helmet across his hip and I'm good. But and 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 the chances of me getting hurt on on that type of tackle. It's, it's, it's very slim. So. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, let's all just hope for That's Arch Manning. Let's all f- yeah. hope for Arch Manning to be playing. Uh, he's, he's been taking first-team reps this week as well. Yeah, they'll so they'll the, both play. Yeah, we'll, That's see, gonna be we'll see them both on Saturday. That's going to be fun. At this point, for me, the Cougars are who they are. I don't think we'll see anything drastically different. I know each week, especially in offense, you're like, all right, what are we going to see this week? And nothing has changed that much. The defense can create turnovers. This is what we know. The defense is hungry. The offense lives off of big plays, and big plays can sometimes win you games. The offense is great in the red zone. They're 21 for 23 on scoring opportunities inside the red zone, so if they get great field position from the defense, they have a chance yeah. to win this game. Yeah, that's that's li- that's literally why they've been winning. I'll, yeah. I'll be honest. I think, I think this game may come down. I don't want to simplify the game down to one thing, but I'm going to anyways. Is I heard Kalani post post game Texas Tech. He reiterated it on Monday's media. Also in the coaches show on BYU TV, talked about need to do better on third downs. Yeah. Need to do better on third third downs. I'm gonna say Kalani's wrong. You need to do better on second long. Yeah, mm-hmm. like you can't give yourself third and longs mm-hmm. every single time, right. and that's mm-hmm. what BYU's done all season long. Just getting yards on second down to where third downs not an insurmountable task where you're like okay let's just try to get some yards here and punt or just don't turn the ball over don't do anything stupid second down i think has been just the bugaboo for byu this year on offense yeah no i I agree with you there um you know you 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 win on third downs on first and second down and in the first half um byu was 40 percent um on third down conversion second half was 20 percent and uh, mm. in the second half, um, their average third down was third to nine. Yeah. So that's you, tough. You, you can see how the, the, the yeah, that's easy to defend. Oh, it's yeah. So we'll in we, we, and you know, with the running game, you know, struggling, um, you, you saw a rod switch it up a little bit. There was a lot more quick, you know, passes on on first, second down in the first half. And it, it made, you know, those third downs much more manageable. And, well, and there was actually less third down conversion opportunities right because they were just getting first downs um and so for whatever reason he you know they they went away from that in the second half and i was driving me crazy <laughs> 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 like literally was driving me crazy but um 
you probably heard me. I was booing, actually. It was, you know. <laughs> I was like, boo! <laughs> boo! You can't start the boo oh, in the I was team. mad. I was so hot. But um, but anyway, like, yeah, like, you're, you're right. And I, th- I think the, 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 the formula for success for this BYU offense with, with the, a struggling running game is the first half of the Texas Tech game. It's, it's yeah. that simple. We're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we'll play buy or sell Texas style. This is Cougar Tailgate. Welcome back to Cougar Tailgate. I'm Lauren McLean alongside Ben Bagley and Brian Logan. Everything is bigger in Texas, as they say. Uh, DKR Memorial Stadium has over 100,000 seats. University of Texas has over 53,000 students. And as per usual, this game is at 3.30 Eastern time, ABC, and it is the game of the week. Brian is a player. What's it like going into a big game like this, a big stadium, it's prime time, and all eyes are on you? the best feeling in the world um yeah it's it's it's, uh it's hard to explain it it's uh it's it's surreal at moments because you know you grow up watching texas um usc florida miami florida state um ohio state and to to have the spotlight um on you or or i would say to have an opportunity to to play against those brands is one thing but then to know that you know you have the spotlight on you playing against those brands. It's a, uh, it's, no, it's no better feeling in the world. It's, it's gives you a lot more motivated. You know what? Look, I don't care what nobody says. Um, like interviewing those players, and they're like, "Oh, this is just another game." No, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. Because you know, when I played Wyoming or Colorado State, I went to class every day. I did my homework. You know, I was, you know, but like playing against Oklahoma or or TCU or Utah. I wasn't going to class. I was doing homework. I was dialed. I was dialed. I was dialed in. You know, I look, look. I, my girlfriends. I'm like, you, I can't talk to you guys this week. Oh my gosh. Always week. have to throw give in the girlfriends. A, give me a week. I can't talk to you guys. You know what I mean? Like that's. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm just totally. I'm. I'm focused. I'm. I'm in the training room. I'm. I'm going to bed at eight o'clock every day. I'm waking up at seven every day. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm like I'm that much more focused. And it. You know, I wish I I was like that um, for every game, but. Yeah. It it just whatever for whatever reasons, um, you know, like the brand of the school and just the weight behind it. You just naturally are just you know what let's we got to pick this up. Let's step it up a little bit. Ben, at this point in the season, do you think playing on the big stage is a helpful or hurtful thing for BYU? There's a saying when I used to cover the NBA, they'd always talk about the playoffs. The 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 saying was. Playoffs are great because you're either going to get exposure or you're going to get exposed. Mm. And that's what this does. You're on national television, you're ABC, you're against Texas, so eyes are on because it's Texas. Um, they, they are a legit playoff contender, so there's some big-time uh, big eyes trying to see if the Longhorns can, can make that run. BYU, you're, you're on the clock. You're going to get watched on this. So, so that's what's that. I mean, that should bring in a little bit of nerves if you're the Cougars, because like, oh, let's not be on that other side of mm-hmm. the expose exposure thing. We want to be ex- we don't get, get the exposure without being exposed. So it is a little bit nerve wracking for teams, I think. Um, but I, I, I like what Brian said is like I, in in covering and talking to players when they go into this, 
is is yes in front of a live mic. One they're all going to say yes. Another game. <laughs> I, I, you get off the mic and you talk to him. You get just what yeah. Brian. I can't wait. This is going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, the yeah. DKR Stadium, the big drum that Texas brings out, Bevo, all this stuff. Like it's hard not to get excited for this. I'm I'm going to be there doing nothing on the <laughs> sidelines, and I'm nervous <laughs> and excited. So let's go. You know, I, I remember Florida State. Um, 2010 when we went over there and you know how they have the the, the seminal that's yeah that's on yeah. the horse and he goes mm-hmm. out and it, when that happened you should have saw everybody got up off the bench <laughs> want to see it just and, wanted to watch staff it. i'm talking about everybody probably except for the coaches and we we probably walked out maybe 10 yards right onto the field and we were like Whoa! Because we've been we've been watching this our whole <laughs> life, growing up, right? Yeah. And we're like, we get to see us in person. Oh my gosh! Everybody's holding each other's hands, like, oh my god, oh, he did it! Oh, he did it! Oh my gosh! And and, and so like to to, yeah, to to Ben's point, like you can't don't try to you can't try to play don't try to play us, you know, players. You're you're taught to um, to say that because of media training. But why? Because that's so silly. To me. Why can't you say, yeah, this is a huge game for us? I always like, this I was, is big. Look, I always was was real about it um i always said stuff i probably shouldn't have <laughs> there's a couple times where bronco had to go back and say okay you can't, you can't say these things or you can't talk to anybody anymore but i, I it's just <laughs> you can't talk I, to anybody i'm anymore. just being yeah like the whole thing with jake heaps and uh riley nelson that quarterback uh controversy and i was like yeah i, I want jake to win <laughs> like, yeah, you can't say he's this. like don't say that um but yeah I, you know um we we all know like deep down that it's an important game. I, I I bet parents are trying to get tickets, right? I, I bet players are trying to scrim- like it's it's a, this is a big deal. It's a big deal. Okay, let's play a quick game of buy or sell. If you like it, you buy it. If you don't, you sell it. Darius Lassiter is BYU's best offensive weapon. Darius currently has 23 receptions for 272 receiving yards. Currently tied with Chase Roberts for the most receiving touchdowns. Ben, are you buying it or selling it? I'm going to sell it. I think it's uh, – and this is going to be such the cliche answer. It's Keaton Slovis because he's kept that offense together in some tough times. Mm. And his – like his 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 superpower right now is not his arm. Yeah. It's not his athleticism. It's his mental uh, wherewithal. Being able to – even when things aren't going well and when he's getting heat from defensive lines and linebackers on blitzes, he's he's been – Pretty clean for the season. Now it hasn't been spectacular. His numbers aren't going to wow you or anything, but I think he's he is the best offensive weapon because mm. he's kind of grounded this team and his leadership. Below, are it's you buying it or selling it, Darius Lassiter? I'm selling it. Okay. Um, I think A Rod is. Ooh. Is, yeah. Um, you 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 see like flint like glimpses and you see flashes of how good they can be, how explosive they can be. Um, when they're put in positions to to you know to be successful, and uh, I think that's what's been a little frustrating, right? As fans, we're like, man, we know you can do this, yeah. Like, like, so just do it consistently. And um, I I I believe that w- when you see glimpses and flashes, right, um, of players doing it, I think the coaches can can help them to be more consistent by you know calling those same type of plays, and so. Um, and, and and when you look at a rod and and all the players that have been you know through his system i mean they they they've been successful you have you know zach and, and jaron and you know a number of offensive linemen so uh it's clear that his system works because multiple players have been successful in it so I, i'd say a rod all right outside of a rod and keaton slovis i'm gonna buy it 
I think he's so, he's he's so hot right now, as they say. I think Chase Roberts and Isaac Rex are huge weapons for BYU, and it changes from game to game which guy is the best receiver on offense. But I think Darius Laster has the edge right now. All right, number two, are we buying it or selling it? Aiden Robbins should be BYU's starting running back. Ben. I'm buying stock in Aiden Robbins, okay. but I'm selling this comic. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's just he's just coming. No, no, seriously, buy stock in him right now. I think maybe two games out, yes, but this is his first, second full game back. I think that there's been enough groundwork laid. I don't think, yeah, he he'll get more and more reps. You can tell me whether starter matters or not, but I think you're going to see a lot more of him. I just don't think he starts. Last season, Robbins had over 1,000 rushing yards for UNLV, and BYU has been lacking a much-needed power back all season. He came back from his time off with a decent performance against Texas Tech. So what do you think, B-Low? Yeah, I'm with, I'm with, I'm with Ben. Um, I, think, I think Cody Epps is a good example. When he came back, he, he still you – know, you know we say guys have mission legs? Yeah. You know, guys have injury legs, right? Yeah, yes. <laughs> like, like the, for you, sure. When you, you, if you come back, you still have to get your legs up and running. You still have to get – the game speed and game fatigue you have to get all of those things worked out and it and it takes a couple of weeks for it to happen so like like Ben said um I'm I I'd bet a lot that in a few weeks once he gets those game legs back he 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 will start but just not right now yeah buy stock yeah right yeah exactly. buying stock in him I sell it too LJ Martin has carried a huge load for BYU and had that huge 55 yard run against Texas Tech last week I think he's strong he's definitely still learning and I love the one-two punch of he and Aiden Robbins. And who knows? I, I totally agree with what you guys said. Who knows in a few games yeah. what's going to happen? I think uh, L.J. Martin has been phenomenal for a freshman coming and taking the entire load mm-hmm. of the run game from game one. Okay, buy or sell. BYU pulls off a miracle and defeats Texas in Austin. Even with viewers out, Vegas has Texas favored by 17.5 points against the Cougars. Are you buying that the Cougars recreating that magical night in Austin in 2014 can happen? <laughs> ben? No. <laughs> That's sorry. a hard sell, huh? Hard pass on that one. Yeah, no, sorry. I, do, I, I love the optimism. and I, Do I want BYU to win? Yes, it's a great story. BYU Sports Nation will be awesome on Monday when it happens. <laughs> when? I'm also a realist. Yeah. The yeah. end. Yeah. Below? I'm buying. I knew it. I knew you were going to buy it. I'm buy- I mean, what's like, your reason? It's the turnovers. <laughs> yeah. It, that's what it comes like. I, I sound like a broken record, man. But um, really analyzing and looking at everything is, it's, yeah. Tur- turnovers. Yeah. Turnovers. You look, you look at the NFL and you look at the, the undefeated teams that lost, you know, last week with the Niners, which is my team, by the way, um, and the Eagles, right? Like turnovers turnovers right you know losing the, losing the teams that that it's on it's in every level losing the teams that should that you shouldn't ha, how does that happen with turnovers so if, if byu who is third in the nation and and you know forcing turnovers if they can do that um they I, yeah i'm buying i see where this is going buying. you're buying lauren's gonna buy <laughs> i'm gonna be the bad <laughs> no, guy I, here i see where this is going no, go ahead no you're not no 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 look, look 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 we don't judge we just, no, pray. Hey. We, just, we just pray. Well, you better pray for me too, because it's a hesitant <laughs> sell. I'm selling. Oh. I am. As a betting woman, you gotta go with Texas. Everything points that way. As a fan, I'm gonna go with the Cougars. I've seen them do it once, many times actually, and I think they can do it again. You know, you know, As you know, a fan, you know, you know I'm you know buying. As a betting woman, I'm selling. You know what else is 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 
going against that five and two record. Everything else is going against that five exactly. and two record. Exactly. Yeah. I, I will tell you this though. I will tell you this. I'm not buying the Cougars to win, but if I was a betting man, <laughs> I'd have them cover. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh yeah. It's yeah. not going to be a 17 point game. Yeah, yeah I don't think so either. Okay, la- this one will be really quick. Buy or sell. BYU finishes the season with a winning record. BYU is currently five and two. They only need two more wins this season to have a winning season in their first year in the Power Five. You buying it or selling it? I'll buy that. Yeah, okay. I think I think this team. I think there's still improvement to be done, and there's still time to do it. And they've already set themselves up to do it. So yeah, I'll buy. You know, last time I came, I said what nine nine wins, right? I think a, a bold, yeah, a bold take. I still, I still, I see it now more than ever. <laughs> ben shanking his head, no, including the bowl, including the bowl win. Wow, yeah. you're still hanging on tight to that BYU, as the media says, could be the worst five and two team in the country. Exactly, you, and, you you're, and you're well, saying they get to look, nine. Look, less, look. less fruit by the foot over there, buddy. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> more Jolly Rancher flavor. But you know, um, yeah, like again. Yeah, they're the worst in, in a lot of categories because of that. But the turnovers, dang, man, I almost cussed just now. The turnovers, 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 turnovers. They're third in the nation. Yeah. Like, no, isn't that crazy great. how turnovers, like, r- literally. It's the like, one stat. It's like Jesus on the cross. It wipes away everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that was a good That was. A good, that that was, was yeah, good. I, I'm buying it. I'm buying it. I think they're going to somehow – eke out two more wins. I don't know where it's going to be, but I think they'll do it. All right, that does it for us today. Thanks again to Ben Bagley and Brian Logan for coming on the show with me. Carter Bond and Tori Kimball helped produce this episode with senior producer Cleon Wall. You can join the Cougar Delegate wherever you get your podcasts on Apple, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, or on BYURadio.org. Cougar Tailgate is a production of BYU Radio.